0: the local church how the local church uh to flow Uh, one thing that i've been uh, thinking about over the last couple of i don't know the last couple of weeks or so actually it's been longer than that but what i'd like to do in getting here I, i typically get here about an hour early before church starts maybe like uh i leave what time about 10 to 9 or so depending if i pick anybody up and i'll get here maybe 5 10 after and uh i've seen uh different uh, churches do this but if uh, whoever gets here let's say quarter till 10 till i'd say quarter till is probably pushing it uh but 10 till 10 50, i'm sorry quarter to 10. uh what i'd like to do i'd like to have a time of prayer with our team with the team of folks that are here you know we're preparing we need god we need god's help we need god's help to minister and i just think that'd be an awesome thing if we could have a team huddle and time of prayer with the different teachers, whoever's coming here uh, during that time, whoever gets here early or gets here, gets here early. Whoever gets here at that time, we're just going to have a time of prayer. We'll huddle up down in the uh, facility there. We'll try to get it uh, prayed for. Uh, we'll do our team prayer before we start having all the kids and everybody coming. We'll still have a lot of kids here at that time probably, but um, that's something that I'd like to do. So. A little reminder there for you, maybe an incentive if you want to get here and have an early time of prayer with the team. That would be awesome. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 in verse number 10. This is a great verse, kind of a motto to live by. It says, Whatsoever thine hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom, In the grave, whither thou goest. Just some solid advice there on, you know, putting our hands to the plow uh, at whatever it is that we're doing, Um, specifically the Lord's work, though. Colossians chapter 3, Colossians chapter 3 and verse number 23. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. Do it heartily to the Lord and not unto men. And that specifically ought to go for the work of God. Of course, we do it for God. We don't do it for the work of man. We don't do it for men's applause and what have you. It's nice to get uh, a thank you. It's nice to be thanked for uh, things that you try to do, go out of your way to to help somebody. Uh, But everything that we do, Specifically in ministry, consider that it's you're doing it for God. People are gonna hurt you. People are gonna disappoint you. Uh, people are gonna you we're get, you're gonna get upset, you're gonna get hurt feelings at times, and that's just part of life. Uh, but it helps when what we do, we're doing it for God. Uh, because if we're doing it for God, it really doesn't matter if, you know we get the thanks or the recognition that. Maybe we even deserved at the time. So whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. 1 Corinthians 14. 1 Corinthians 14. We'll read this one, I'll pray, and we'll get right into our lesson here this evening. 1 Corinthians 14 and verse number 40. I know I'm kind of cherry-picking verses here. Uh, but it's all God's word and it all follows the principle, these principles that I'm going to teach here uh, this evening. But it says, let all things be done decently and in order. How many of you love that verse? Those are some, raise it seriously. Be... All right. Would you say that you're, I don't know about you, babe, your spiritual gifts are maybe more administration, Brother Dave, do you is that one of your spiritual gifts? You know, I I tend to think that people that like that verse are more administrative. They like uh, they like uh, that's their spiritual strength. That uh, one of them, and uh, I like to think that's one of mine. Uh, but it also could be pride, and pride is not a good thing. Uh, so uh, let's go ahead and pray. We'll get right into it. Father, I want to thank you for this evening and for the time we get to gather around your word. Lord, I pray that it would uh, be edifying to your uh folks here and uh, lord i pray that you'd fill me with thy spirit i pray that you teach us what you have uh, for us in your word and uh, we, may we be further along as a result god we love you we need you um, lord i need you oh i need you lord i pray that uh, that'd be a uh, a song that we um, we we hum to ourselves we sing to ourselves we sing out loud Lord throughout the week uh, may we consider the the fact of our need for you Uh, Speak to our hearts, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. I want to talk to you this evening about some ways to positively contribute to a church service, some ways that you can positively contribute to a church service. I think it's important to understand and and, uh, maybe get some of these lessons every now and then. It may not be, you know, line by line, verse by verse preaching uh, from a particular book of the Bible. Uh, But nevertheless, there are some principles that we can glean from God's word, that we can derive from God's word. And and I think they'll resound here to us this evening on how we can make a worship, a church service, uh, more how we can contribute to it positively for God's glory. And so as Christians, we represent our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. We are ambassadors of him. We are representatives of him. And the lives that we live, they are for his honor, they're for his glory, and uh, brings me to the verses we just read. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with all thy might. There's no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave whither thou goest. Uh, 323, Colossians. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord. You're here this evening. I'm here this evening. Number one, first and foremost, for God. Amen? Amen um i i'd be a liar if i didn't if i said i didn't appreciate compliments and and uh, you'd be a liar too if you said you didn't appreciate compliments and um, i i appreciate compliments i've i've learned that uh uh we uh preachers or christians need to we need to die to compliments and criticism uh we need to be focused on uh pleasing god any christian needs that needs to be our mindset Uh, But we'd be liars to say we didn't appreciate nice compliments, nice gestures, and things of that nature. Uh, But ultimately, and most specifically, we represent God. We do what we do for him. We don't do it for the person next to us, necessarily. Number one is God. Uh, Yes, you're an encouragement to, to me in being here. And Lord willing, I'm trying to be an encouragement to you. We're an encouragement one to another. We edify, it's important for believers to assemble uh, around God's word. That's part of a body functioning together and uh, growing and encouraging one another. Uh, But that's not the first and foremost reason why we do what we do as Christians. We do it for the honor and glory of God. The same strong efforts and the same energy that we give to the things of the world ought not be better or more enthusiastically done than the things that we do for God, amen. Um, And sometimes it's easier uh, to to practice that than in other times, especially if you don't like what you're doing in in whatever it is, Um, I understand that. And we're familiar with Deuteronomy chapter six and verse five, the Bible says this, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might in obeying God to love him with all of our hearts, with all of our souls, with all of our minds, it ought to be reflective in our worship and our service to him. Because what we do is for him. And so this evening, I, I wanna share with you, I wanna be an encouragement, I wanna be a challenge and a blessing. And and I've got several ways here that, that I, that you, that our young people, uh, everybody in here can, uh, contribute positively to a church service, a worship service. Number one is this: come to church or to the event 10 to 15 minutes early. <laughs> 10 to 15 minutes early. I was talking to the McGraws, and it was like quarter till, and we were the only ones here. And and uh, they said your message this morning was received very well. <laughs> and I said, I guess so um but um and i said wait till they hear tonight's um and then everybody comes in right at right at and after uh six o'clock right uh but uh, i'm i'm simple i understand i have four kids myself um right we have four one two three four um and so i know it takes time i know it takes effort people are sleeping people are doing our kids were at the neighbor's house up until like 10 minutes to what time did we leave 10 minutes to four and they had gone over there. Man, they just love our neighbor. Our neighbor's such a blessing. She's been here to church, and and uh, she does nice things for them, and uh, they knew nice things in return. But um, but anyway, and so we were we were trying to scrounge them around, and then they weren't dressed. They were all they acted like they were ready to go, but they weren't dressed appropriately. And so then we're like, get upstairs, get dressed, and this and that. And I don't want to wear church clothes. Um, and uh, you know how it is. Many of you are, understand where I'm coming from, but I'm simply trying to say this. Uh, I'm simply trying to say, let's, let's prepare. Let's, let's get uh, to the place of ministry, to the place of worship, to the place of service. Uh, let's get there early, if at all possible. Whatsoever thine hand, find it to do. Do it with all thy might. You can do it. I can do it. We can all do it together. Um, it's a positive contribution to a worship service. Prepare your heart. Uh, come early to prepare your heart for the singing. Come early to prepare your heart uh, for the worship. Come uh, come early to prepare your heart uh, for what's about to take place. Ask God to speak to your heart. Ask God to minister what He has from God's Word to your heart and. Um, it often starts, might start with the very first song that we sing, where God is uh, is working on you from the words, from the spiritual songs that we sing. Get all settled to where you're supposed to be. Greet somebody. Come early so you can greet somebody and welcome somebody and, and help someone else get their kids positioned in place where they should be. Uh, amen? Amen. Uh thank the McGraws. I thank everybody for helping us out with our kids at times when we, uh, we, we often need it and um, different responsibilities. I understand what people, uh, different responsibilities people have and, and, and such, but let's, if at all possible, get to our places early, get all settled, get our kids settled, uh, prepare them for what's about to take place, encourage them to get their songbooks out and ready. Typically nine times out of 10, uh, we are singing hymns, and so they're going to need to have a hymn book ready. And and I know they, they'll need help turning to the pages oftentimes and, and things like that. Let's encourage them. Sing out. Let's sing out to the Lord. Most pastors, I think, pay attention to who's at a church service and who's not. And when it appears that a family member isn't coming, they're concerned uh, for their welfare. If you'll come early, the pastor makes mental note that you're there and it's a one less uh, negative uh, perhaps on the mind, even, even not just the pastor, but other people. We, we miss you, we love you. If you're uh, not here, we take note. Number one, come to church or to the event 10 to 15 minutes early. Number two, let's welcome visitors. Let's welcome, vi- let's, not, let's not ever be known as an unfriendly church. No, there's no possible reason. We don't have all the finances in the world. Uh, we don't have the best preacher in the world. The best preaching in the world. Uh, we've got pretty good singing when we all sing out. Uh, so we don't have a whole lot going for us. I'm, I'm being funny, okay? But uh, we can all be friendly. We can all greet somebody when people come, and and uh, we need to work on our hospitality team and and being in our places and making sure that uh, we're there to receive people. And if you haven't been recruited for the hospitality team, consider yourself officially recruited. Okay, all you got to do is post up and be be here early uh, with a smile on your face and and a bulletin in your hand and and direct people where the different classes are. Um. And what else is there to it? Um, Get here, Uh, put a smile on your face, greet somebody, welcome them, and uh, welcome visitors. If I'm visiting to a new church, I know little to nothing about, I've got a whole lot of judgments that I'm formulating in my mind. How many of you understand that? How many of you, you make those judgments yourself? Um, Absolutely. And so uh, uh, there's number one, number one thing when I'm pulling up to a church uh, I'm pulling up to it. So obviously I'm looking at the facilities. I'm looking uh, to see what does it look like? Do they care about their buildings? Do they care about their facilities? Is it, is it, is it kept? Is it, is it nice? Do they consider this to be uh, a place of God? Do they consider a place of God to be a place that should be taken care of? And so number one, there's the facilities that I'm cons- um, considering. There's number two, there's the music, obviously, uh, right off the bat, we're going to start off with singing, and uh, it may not be the best music. It may not be the uh, uh, even my taste of music necessarily, uh, but if everybody's singing out wholeheartedly unto God, that's really going to speak to my heart. There's the music. There's number three. There's uh, eventually there's the preaching of the Bible time, if there's any at all. Uh, Number four, there's the people and the friendliness of the church. People want to be wanted. People want to be loved. They want to be included. And uh, this includes even the most frequent uh, attenders. Uh, The Bible says in Proverbs 18, verse 24, a man that hath friends must show himself what? Friendly. I want to have friends. I got to show myself friendly. It's not a a one-way highway. And I know some people are introverts and I I would say that I'm an introvert for the most part, but I've got to deliberately go out of my way and uh, to show myself friendly uh, to others. It's not always possible for me. It's not always possible uh, for my wife, uh, uh, which she's she's a wonderful greeter uh, to be able to greet folks as they come. Uh, But if we will purposely befriend and help visitors, it'll be an awesome blessing uh, to a church service, to a worship service for the cause of Christ. Um, so number three. Number three. You guys ready for me to be done? Number three. Don't drop serious issues in your pastor's lap just before his service. Man, I uh, half the time I'm, I'm up here this morning, I was so i felt so jittery i had two cups of coffee maybe that was it but i felt like i wasn't real focused like maybe i could have been i i prayed a couple of different times in the morning even uh last night we were here praying and uh, but but there's so much and and i want to be focused into the service and to the preaching of god's word and and but i'm talking about heavy uh, weighty matters that i'm i'm clearly not going to be able to help out with right before a service time, right before we're trying to prepare our hearts to, to worship God and to, and to seek God uh, here in our, our time of worship. Uh, I'm not talking about prayer requests. I, I wanna pray for prayer requests. And if you have something that's urgent, we wanna, we wanna call out to the Lord in prayer, but, but I absolutely care about what's happening in your life. And I want to help you carry your burdens and I, I want to help you in the situation the best that I can, and you have my wholehearted commitment that I pray uh, for you, and I pray for your situations and things that you go through. Uh, but uh, minutes before the preaching isn't the best time to share uh, the heavy, weighty matters. I think it was Brother Dave. I don't remember. Maybe it was Brother Steve, but um, I forgot exactly when and what it was. But Brother Dave, I think it was, came to me one time, and it was uh, it was after a service, and I think it was after service. All I know is he made something to this. He made this statement to this effect. Correct me if I'm wrong, Brother Dave. Okay, he's like uh, Brother Ray Young. Uh, we we learned from a class and with Brother Ray Young not to not to bring pressing heavy things uh, to the pastor before a service. But there's this issue, something that we uh, we we need to consider. And was that you? All right. And so. Um, uh, we, had, uh, we had this issue there, and I appreciate that, and, and we were able to tend to whatever it was. I totally forgot what it was, but we were able to care and tend uh, to it after the fact, at least I think. Let me know if we didn't, Brother Dave. Uh, <laughs> number four, number four, how to positively contribute to a, uh, a church service. Number four, pick up after yourself. Pick up after yourself. Pick up the garbage, kids. Pick up the garbage. Pick up the candy wrappers. Um, clean the classes after we're finished uh, to the best that we can. I understand there's there's limited time in between services, and, and such. But let's let's do our best to take care of the things that God has entrusted to us. It's amazing how much trash gets left on uh, the floors of a church and and uh, airplane bulletins and eh. and. <laughs> And uh, I understand that they're going to get thrown away the next the next week anyways. But uh, but um, let's take them and throw them away ourselves. Bulletins, bulletin airplanes, mint wrappers, candy wrappers, chewing gum wrappers, beatbox wrappers, water bottles, nail clippings. That somebody else has to pick up. Let's show reverence to the things of God and to the house of God, and uh, let's contribute to our church positively, and in our services positively. Number five, I feel like I'm just being kind of a legalistic uh, kind of rule giver right here this evening. But how else are we going to learn, uh, you know, these things um, if we if we're not. Um, we could have special ministry meetings where we talk about this and occasionally we will. Uh, but number five, don't continuously exit and reenter a service needlessly. I understand emergencies and I understand circumstances and being on call. Uh, but uh, let's, let's teach our kids to uh, use the potty, use the restroom before service, uh, use it during the song service, perhaps, even if we need to. Uh, but especially when we go to open the word of God is not a time to be coming in and out. And uh, right. let's give reverence and respect uh, to God's word. Um, I try not to be boring and, and uh, that's, that's not the point, uh, but the point is we need, to, we need to focus on the thing that's at hand and so let's do all we can ahead of time to reduce the distractions turning off phones perhaps silencing them perhaps and this would go a long way with uh uh, as one of the helpful reasons to come early (laughs) to come early in our kids class we do the best that we can we try to dismiss early uh in order to allow the young people to use the restroom so they're not having to use it if they're up here in the service or in junior church there but even I know that uh, young people typically maybe use it more frequently. And oh, I say young people use it more frequently. Old older folks use it more frequently, maybe. Uh, anyway, um, so let's use the restroom before the service and silence our phones and and uh, try to prevent distractions. Especially when we have the missionaries come in, man, I want to I want to be able to hear from God. Uh, through them. I want to be able to hear their, their ministries. I don't want to be rude to them. And it, it can be so distracting with the coming in and, and going out at times. And, and uh, But let's just consider that. Let's consider that as a positive way to contribute uh, to a church service. Then number six, actively participate in the singing and in the preaching. Actively participate in the singing and in the preaching. And man, we, I was so so good this morning. I don't know what it is about. It is well with my soul. But I feel like our our church kind of gets lit with that song, and and we're all belting it out. And man, it's just awesome. And and uh, don't don't be all don't be all uptight. If uh, man, this is a place where we can come and and sense the spirit of God. I'm kind of reserved to say feel the spirit of God uh, because Christianity is in a touchy-feely thing necessarily. Truth isn't a touchy-feely thing, uh, but uh, God, can be, uh, uh, God can touch our hearts certainly. The Spirit of God can touch our hearts, and He does that uh, through His Word. He does that as we sing, uh, but nothing beats a congregation singing with all their hearts, and I think the kids are an awesome asset to our music service. If only we could get the adults to give it all they've got. Amen. And uh, man, don't, don't, don't be afraid to say amen. What does amen mean? Who can tell me what does amen mean? <laughs> amen, I agree. Whether you agree or not, sometimes just say amen anyways, okay? And uh, then maybe next time something is said, you'll agree with that. Uh, maybe that'll get me to say something you agree with. Uh, so let's participate in the singing. Let's participate in the preaching. Uh, let's let's uh, man. Let's let's let loose. Don't be afraid to uh, praise God. Lift up holy hands. What have you? Uh, I mean, uh, let God know. God, I I love you. Um, you want to you want to get up and pump your fist? I don't care. You want to do a T.J. Watt? I don't care. <laughs> hey, let's uh, actively participate in the singing and the preaching of God's word. See, I don't I don't sing very well I don't sing very well either. you can be like uh, Brother Randall and I and make a joyful noise I'm teasing, I'm teasing um, but uh, let's let's participate let's let's get involved in in the service Nothing helps the preacher more than knowing you're you're really paying attention and at least fake it at least act like you are. Okay, and participating in the message, you might even say, "Amen, Amen." All right, good, good stuff right there. Number seven, and we got one more, and we'll finish right on time. We have eight. Take the invitation time seriously. In, a, in, a, in. A, in God's word, where do we get this whole idea of an invitation from? Well, God's word, I didn't write the passages down. I, I should have done that so we can get further into it. Someday, maybe I'll do some teaching on the altar. We call this the altar up here. And obviously, we know in the Old Testament, there was an altar that sacrifices were brought to and and uh, somewhat synonymous with uh, the altar at our church. We bring our sacrifices to God. We bring prayer sacrifices to him. We bring our praises. We'll often, uh, ushers come forward, we receive our offerings. We start it at the front here. We'll um, do different things where we'll anoint people for uh, ordination, bring them, have them come up to the altar here. And, and it's a time to do business with, the, with God. It's a time to, to get before God and almost, uh, not not holy of holies, but I want you to think of it as a special time. Uh, an invitation time during a church service is a special time. It's sometimes, uh, there's, there, there'll be people that get saved. They'll get saved during the invitation time. And if there wasn't an invitation, uh, man, that is, that is a sacred time. That's a time where somebody passes from death unto life. That's uh, oftentimes, I've gone to an altar and I've made a decision. I've made a decision that, uh, man, it transformed my life. I made a decision to surrender my life But, but that's what I did and it was a special time I want I want us to consider an invitation time and this altar time up here and I know it's sometimes more difficult for other people to come up and, and kneel and and things of that nature uh, but I, I simply want to encourage you if at all possible use the altar uh, use the invitation time uh, consider your faith promise as we as we uh, As we continue on in this next month here, there's going to be opportunity times for you to come forward and, and maybe have your card in hand and say, God, what would you have me to do? I'm here at your altar. I desire to know and seek your face. I desire to be led of you, what you would have me to do, how you would like to partner with me this year for the cause of Christ and worldwide evangelism and it's often it's a time to pray with with family and uh with friends and share burdens perhaps that that uh, you're not going to share with somebody else out in the world it's a special time an invitation is take the invitation time seriously Um, let's not just look forward to man singing a stanza and being through with it Uh, but uh, but let's do business with god when the time when the opportunity is there It's often time to apply to our heart how the word uh, word of God has impressed upon our hearts. It's time to respond to God's word. It's not time to slam the hymnal shut. Kids, uh, it's an opportunity to let God deal with us and, and possibly even pray with somebody else. Let's take the invitation time seriously. Number eight and lastly, and I'm sure there's more here, but uh, these are just some, uh, some principles that I thought would be helpful uh, for our church in particular. And uh, I'm not going to show disdain if you don't, if I notice everybody's not here, or yes, I am. You better be here. <laughs> Number eight, be faithful, be faithful. Be faithful to the services. Be faithful to your prayer time. Be faithful in God's word. Uh, Be faithful to your service, uh, to to service and responsibilities. Uh, Be faithful to everything we just went over for the glory of God. Uh, Be faithful. It is moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. And uh, we do understand emergencies come up. I understand, and and uh, but it's very encouraging uh, to me, uh, to others, and I think to God. Uh, to see the members uh, doing what God's called them to do, engaged wholeheartedly and uh, contributing uh, to their church for the glory of God. And so uh, some things to consider here this evening, we're gonna have an invitation time and uh, maybe ask the Lord if any of these that you might need to consider and and, uh, put into practice and uh, we'll do that. Let's all stand as we have a time of invitation, and we'll turn in our songbooks to page number 287. 287. I surrender all. I think most of us would know this one here.